Miranda Hill's writing has been published by the New Quarterly, the Dalhousie Review, and the Fiddlehead. She received her BA in Drama from Queen's University and her MFA in Creative Writing from the University of British Columbia. Hill has worked in television and as a freelance writer and a communications consultant. She's the founder and executive director of Project Bookmark Canada. She lives in Hamilton, Ontario with her husband, the writer Lawrence Hill. Sleeping Funny is her first book of fiction. Welcome to the Bibliophile. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'd like to explore the history of Bookmark Canada and talk a bit about why you're doing it. Uh, Well, Project Bookmark Canada, we place text from stories and poems in the exact physical location where literary scenes take place. We launched to the public in April 2009 with 500 words of text from Michael and Dache's In the Skin of a Lion at the Bloor Street Viaduct. It's the scene where the nun falls off the bridge, so an iconic Toronto scene. Since then, we've done nine others in Ontario, two more in Toronto, and the others in different municipalities around Ontario, including Kingston, where we're having a conversation today, at the Writers' Festival, where we have a Bronwyn Wallace bookmark, a poem at the corner of Princess and Clergy. In August of this year, we did our first piece outside Ontario, because we are a national charity, and we're building a network of sites and stories so that people can read their way across the country. So our first one outside Ontario was in Newfoundland, in western Newfoundland, in Grossmorn, National Park, and it's a poem by Al Pittman. It's called The Seabreeze Lounge, and it is set and bookmarked in Woody Point, Newfoundland. And then in October, in conjunction with the Vancouver Writers Festival, we'll be doing uh, Waste and Choice Jade Peony and placing, actually in that case, two bookmarks side by side, in English and in Mandarin, in Chinatown, passage from his book at Pender and Gore. So we're, we're moving across the country. Everything always takes longer than I'm an impatient person, and I feel like uh, I would love it if the whole potential was realized at this point, but I think that's one of the wonderful things about Bookmark is that it can just grow and grow and grow because there's so many possibilities. So what do you want people to do with these bookmarks? Well, I think that when we see the imagined place in a familiar place or a place we encounter, we look at it with different eyes. We can look at it with the author's eyes. We can look at it with reader's eyes. But one of the things that we do is we also, I think, look at ourselves differently and we look at the space differently and the people within that space. So if you're coming out of the St. George subway station in, you, Toronto. in Toronto and you encounter Ken Babstock's Essentialist, which centers on a young man in military gear seen in the subway who happens to be to be reading poetry. You're looking at the space maybe differently when you're walking past it. It's not just the place that you're going to school or work from or to. It's also you're looking at the people around you and their stories and maybe wondering a little bit more about who they are and why they're there. And perhaps it gives us the opportunity to look at people with a different kind of compassion as well as to have this magical imagined experience in, in that physical space. So by actually going to the bookmark, there's a, so there's sort of a, a triangle then. There's the book itself, the, mm-hmm. the author's intent, there's your interpretation, yes, and then there's the actual, quote, reality. Yeah, the space, the, um, the um, actual physical space, the ground you're standing on, yes. Right, and by being there, it adds another layer to your experience? Absolutely, or, or many layers. It's like a stratified rock, kind of mm-hmm. like, what, mm-hmm. what's here? What would I have perceived anyway? With my own eyes, yeah. what do I perceive having read this? What are the characters perceiving? And then wrapping it all together. I mean, when we're reading, we're already having those two points of the triangle, right? The 
interface, interface between, between the, the reader and, and the author. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and with a character moving in between the two sometimes, right? Because what the author's telling us, what the character's doing, and what we're inter- like, there's that's that's another chain, another continuum. Well, and but, also the other thing too is that we may have a completely different imaginative landscape than the actual yeah. landscape. Yeah, so, so you're bringing your own, you're bringing your own. Yes, that not tension. just yeah. Maybe we should make it a square. Maybe yeah. <laughs> instead of a triangle. <laughs> Three dimensional. Yeah, yeah. Square, yeah. Yeah. Cube. So first of all, how do you choose uh-huh. what to go with? And second of all, again, I'm just trying to get to what it is that this is going to give the reader who becomes a literary tourist yeah, a, a visitor. Yeah. Well, I think it's going to give every single person something different. In making a chain of these across Canada, it really gives us a breadth. It's not complete because, I mean, we should have one for everybody who visits Steps in Space, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But you're bringing that as the reader. It's giving us a whole different look at our country, at our nation, at the physical space, at the voices within it, and also, you know, presenting our literature to the world in terms of people coming to see the space. Mm-hmm. I had a, a beautiful conversation with uh, a young woman who is a translation student at Glendon College, but she is from Mexico. So she's a foreign student and she came to Toronto specifically to study. Why? Because she said she needed to see the Toronto of Andache and Brand. I mean, how beautiful is that? Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and people do this. I, I think that we don't really, certainly we know that, you know, maybe we, Canadians who love literature, maybe we were, oh, let's go to Dublin and see all the sights and soak in all that long tradition. While well, reading the book. But people come here and mm-hmm. they do the same thing and more will. But it's not just about visitors, it's about us, it's both. So what it gives them something tangible to do, I suppose. Mm-hmm. You see it as a sort of shrine where well, pilgrims can well, go to? I guess, or? I guess shrine makes it sound more highfalutin than yeah. I'd like because uh, really it should be very um, a common experience. But yes, I see it as a place people will go to and I know that people already do. For yeah. you know, I know people go and say, Oh, I've got to go see that book. I've had people send me pictures of themselves at different bookmarks. Okay, I've been to this one, and now I want to see the next one that's closest to me, or I'll be going to Ottawa, and I'll be looking for your bookmark there. Would you say it's like a, a tribute to that author? I think it's a tribute, but I don't think it's a tribute really based on, you know, sometimes people say, oh, it's our best literature across the country, and, and I say, no, I'm not making any value judgment. You can decide whether it's best for you or not. Um, I'm always suspicious of best. It's just showing you another way to look at that space. And I hope that people are going to go to the spaces and see it, but I hope after that or before, they're going to go to the bookstore and the library, and they're going to pick up those books, and they're going to say, I mean, this is 500 words. It's a substantial passage. Uh, you know, Even if it's a whole poem, it's not the whole collection, and if it's, it's not the whole story, the whole novel, whatever. So it's an incentive yeah. if they haven't yeah. read the book. Yeah, drive on over after you go <laughs> or walk on over from the bookmark to uh, the nearest bookstore and pick it up. And also, it's it's a bit of a challenge to people, too, like playful challenge to say, okay, well, this is what I found in this space, or, you know, my committee for selecting our board. These are some of the things we've come up with. What do you know about? Tell me about it. And it, and it doesn't at all have to be a widely recognized passage. Often when we're going to a community for the first time, it does help because people already know often this is in their community, and so it makes sense. It makes a, a good connection right away. But I also love doing things that even avid readers might not have stumbled across that's exciting for me as well and I hope it's exciting for the people who encounter the bookmarks 
Just uh, in closing, I'm a literary tourist. Yes, you're um, a literary tourism guide. Well, my website is. That's <laughs> the, I don't know if I want to deal with all the Individually? people bugging me. About, <laughs> but definitely, this the site, the literary tourist site, its ambition is to list as many interesting destinations, activities, and events mm-hmm. in cities all around the world. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me that what you're developing here is another reason to go to a city mm-hmm. and and enjoy and get stimulated by other people's thoughts about that place mm-hmm. so it's a way to enrich in their their travel experience mm-hmm. yes it is and to make a travel experience close to home too is a kind of travel you can be walking across the bridge that you've walked across a million times and Perfect. it takes you to another place imaginatively even though you share the physical space with the character. So someone would go there and read the quote and then get the book mm-hmm. and then feel differently about place. What was the idea? Yeah, I mean, I think everybody's going to experience it differently. That was the impetus behind it. And that's, you know, people are telling me they are experiencing it that way. I know of a teacher that takes her grade 12 class every year to the Bloor Street Viaduct to read in the skin of the lion passage there. They're studying it in class. Mm -hmm. And then she asks them to go into their own neighborhoods and write their own stories there, which is, again, that's the idea. The Mm -hmm. stories in our spaces, those that exist in books and we can bookmark in the space, but also the stories of each other and ourselves. How did you come up with the idea? Well, I came up with the idea almost 10 years before it was you know, publicly realized. And I was mother of young children. I was living at the foot of Toronto. I was reading whenever I could. And when I wasn't reading, I was out walking with them, pulling them in wagons and pushing them in strollers and carrying them and all that stuff. And so I just, by accident really, I found that the stories I was reading, I was walking through their scenes. I was walking through their sets, and I thought, this, you know, it's so great. I'm experiencing the stories in a whole different way. I'm experiencing the space in a whole different way. And wouldn't it be great if everybody could do this? So I started, you know, I'd find out somebody was moving to a certain neighborhood, and I'd know, oh, there's a book set there. You should really read that. And I'd press that on them. I thought, this is very slow. I'm a very impatient person. This has got to be an instantaneous experience. And so that's where the idea for Project Bookmark Canada was born. Great. Well, thanks for uh, taking the time to uh, share. Thank you, Nigel. The insight that you have and this project. Where are we going next? It's going to be a kind of an incremental the growth reason, across the, <laughs> the country and I the wanted, world. I wanted to do uh, Newfoundland and British Columbia. Was I wanted to put a couple of uh, east-west anchors in, not just to have the core in Ontario. So uh, we'll be building from coast to coast to coast, up and across. Miranda Hill, your most recent and your first book of fiction is called Sleeping Funny. Do you have any words of advice for where people could go to best Experience appreciate? Sleeping and, funny? Yeah. Is there a place? There is one place. There is okay. one cited specific place. There are other places that are kind of more general. You know, there's stories in northern Ontario and places that may or may not be Hamilton where I live. But there's only one community in there that has certain landmarks, and mm-hmm. that's Kingston. So this afternoon I'll be reading Rise, a Requiem with Parts for a Voice and Wing, which is set in 19th century Kingston, but with a big twist because it's kind of a gothic mystery story. Wonderful. Well, thanks again for sharing your story and your project with us. It's my pleasure. Thank you, Nigel.